Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD all the way from junior high to high school to post-secondary institutions, successfully navigating my own career and also successfully running my own business. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you release old stories and narratives of ADHD that are holding you back so that you can start achieving your 10-year goals right now. You can be, do, or have whatever you want in this life. You just need the right skills to get you there. So within this podcast, you will find the skills that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal of this podcast is to share with you skills, strategies, and tools to show you how you can move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO that can create the thriving business you've always imagined. So if you are someone who is looking to level up your business, and if you are somebody who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. You will learn a powerful strengths-based approach so you can ditch the overwhelm, gain clarity and peace of mind so that you can create the business and life of your dreams. I am so excited to have you here. Let's help you transform into a powerful CEO. As you all know, I am totally obsessed with the Align Planner, and I'm so excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Align Planner. And one of the reasons that I love the planner so much is because when I use it at the beginning of the day, it helps me feel really empowered, really confident, and really aligned. So I truly believe that all ADHD entrepreneurs can feel like this when they start their day. And one of the reasons that it really helps is because it allows me to take all of the ideas that I have rolling around inside of my brain and it helps me prioritize them in terms of what is the most important thing that I need to get done in my day. And it really helps me stay on track. It's one of the tools that I use to still be a really easily distracted entrepreneur and still get results in my business. So. Before I started using this planner, seriously, I was a totally hot mess, (laughs) okay? And now that I use it, it, I know that when I use it in the morning, it helps me stay on track for my yearly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, so I don't have to stress about, am I moving the needle forward in my business? And I love this planner so much that all of my clients use it, they all rave about it. And so if you're someone who really wants to feel calm, you want to feel empowered, and you want to feel aligned in your business when you start your day, and you want to feel like a powerful CEO, you have to get your hands on a copy of this. And, you know, don't take my word for how powerful it is. Discover it for yourself. And in the show notes, I have the link for the Align Planner. So seriously, go and check it out. It's so beautiful. It's so amazing. So gorgeous. And when you go to the checkout, make sure that you use my discount code Anne-Marie15 because you're going to get an extra cheeky discount. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the ADHD Refresh. And today I am so freaking excited about this episode. First of all, it's going to be tons of fun because I have an amazing guest with me today. Um, And so I'm super excited for you guys. We're going to be talking about some amazing things that are really going to help you guys build out your back end, build out your systems. So yeah, I have the amazing Karia here with me. Karia, 
Did I get it right? <laughs> Your name is Anna, okay? <laughs> no, you guys, we've known each other for ages and we keep getting on Zoom. And every time it's like, I said it right. And then today she's like, it's okay. I'm finally calling you Anna. I was like, that's not that my That is name. not my name. <laughs> I'm gonna get it right one of these days. And I said it so confidently. That was the funny part. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I love Not it. Wrong. Nailed it. Okay, cool. So Korea, yes, you're here from your company is called Fortress Consulting, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fortress cool. Consulting Firm. Um, that's us. Uh, we reside outside of Atlanta. Um, but we work with people all over. And um, our firm is basically a process improvement firm. So what we do, we actually bring corporate back into um, small businesses and entrepreneurship is our design. So we come in and we um, find the gaps in the business, but whether that is in your systems, in your workflow, sales, uh, maybe you're not as visible as you need to be, um, as well as um, you know, team having a little attention in regards to team, um, development or low retention in regards to being able to hire and keep the right people, as well as the customer experience, right? Um, maybe you're not retaining customers like you need to, or what have you. So what we do is we look at actual data, the numbers, um, and be able to go in and develop the right systems and processes and workflows um, to help you create the sustainability, um, eliminate the chaos, um, and increase, of course, at the end of the day, your bottom line. Yeah. Okay. You guys, like, first things first, before we go any further, you guys have to go and follow Korea on Instagram. Korea. Korea. Oh, <laughs> You're going to have to tell me. <laughs> Korea. It's Korea. Korea. Okay. I got it right. Okay. <laughs> I'm almost so conscious about it now. Okay. So you guys have to go follow Korea on Instagram. I have her, um, handle in the show notes because she's a total freaking expert i'm so excited that you're here today because you are a total wizard at making businesses like badass so uh what's your instagram thank handle you. thank you it's consult with korea so it's consult with and korea is not spelled like the country by the way it is k-a-r-r-i-a yeah okay oh, yeah. <laughs> i love it so okay um yeah, you know, the reason that I brought you on is because you are so freaking good at what you do. And I think it's so important because <clears throat> everybody is talking about, you know, here's, here's how you sell, here's how you market, but nobody's talking about, okay, when you have the volume that comes in, what is happening on the back end? And that's mm -hmm. like something I've been implementing for myself over the last mm -hmm. little while um, mm -hmm. through developing my new program. And it's crazy. I had nothing set up on the back end. I mean, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess before we dive into kind of talking about the content, like tell us a little bit about your personal story because you are an entrepreneur as well with ADHD. Yes. Yeah. So um, for me personally, I um I was diagnosed with ADHD probably when I was like six or seven or something like that. Um, so I have uh tried the medicine, you know, for a very short period of time. Got off probably when I was about eight or nine. Told my mom, nah, it's not not gonna happen. And so um I've literally have uh survived without it um, you know, my whole my whole life. Um and so uh one of the now has it been easy absolutely not 
Um, I'm actually looking to start some new tropics soon. Um, so which is like a, a more so of a, um, you know, a, a focus enhancer. Um, but um, what I realized, you know, I became an entrepreneur probably about six or seven years ago. And so initially, um, I started actually off in photography. Um, and being multifaceted, of course, I've transitioned into multiple different things over the last six to seven years. And um, in one of the how I end up um, into the operation side, the process improvement is because I realized one of the things that I was always doing, no matter what, no matter who I was with, um, from my financial firm when I started up, I was still always trying to get people to start businesses. I was helping them out on their day to day. Um, I was um, really infusing not just the business side of things, but I was able to help them focus on the personal side as well. And so um, um, I did an assessment um, and then ended up becoming certified myself to give the assessment. And it was like, everybody in the world needs this, right? And it was a study of behavior, the study of people. And I think um, one of the biggest things that uh, typically happens as we jump into entrepreneurship is that well, we may have a passion about something, but we don't truly understand ourselves. And so, um, and how we can truly operate in our zone of genius and being able to as well communicate that effectively, um, uh, you know, directly to, to people or what have you. And then, you know, be confident in that. And so that's how Fortress Consulting Firm kind of was, was, was birthed, um, first through team development um, and then, you know, more so expanding upon, um, you know, the operation side and the systems and the development, um, which, you know, obviously have to go hand in hand with the two. Yeah, that's so cool. So how long have you been an entrepreneur? Um, for about six or seven years. That's so freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many questions about your journey, but <clears throat> we'll save that for another time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what, what I kind of wanted to talk about, what we decided that we were going to talk about today, right. was, um, three main things, right. So the topic mm -hmm. of this podcast episode is going to be, you know, why we need to create workflows for ADHD brains, mm -hmm. why automation is so important and how to mm -hmm. kind of start setting up some of those things <clears throat> and people management, right. So, mm -hmm. um, especially for ADHD. So I'm super excited about, uh, yeah. this. So, in terms of like, we'll start with the first one, right? Uh, creating mm -hmm. workflows. So what is a workflow? Yeah, so a workflow is basically is, um, layman's terms, I would say like, um, just, it can be a checklist, a guided checklist. That's probably about the, the, the simplest way that I can put it, it's a guided checklist. So through the guided checklist, you know, okay, I'm going to open up, say if you're looking to um, onboard a client in your service space, right? So the workflow could possibly look like, you know, the client books, the client gets confirmation, the client then gets, um, then the confirmation, then we also get a back-end confirmation um, or what have you, and then um, you know, then things are just sent. So that's just a, a very small workflow, right? Mm -hmm. Then a reminder is sent maybe two days before the the, the meeting or, or, you know, the client has to come in or whatever. So that is just a very basic workflow. 
of what it would look like to um, onboard a client or, or not onboard a client, but to meet with a client um, or what have you. And then um, if you were to look at workflows in regards to maybe, you know, the start of your day, um, of course, that would look a little bit different. Um, it may entail in regards to um, setting the tone for your for your day where you have certain triggers. Um, so whether that is um, lighting a candle or um, or even um, you know drinking a cup of coffee, whatever that trigger is, that begins your workflow for the day. Then I open up my laptop. Um, then the first thing that I typically do is usually go through my emails, right? Um, from the emails, then I'm able to set the tone. Okay, now what do I need to do? That sounds yeah. so good. Yeah. Workflows, like they come in so many different ways. Right. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, like, as soon as you were saying that, I was like, oh, I always like harp on about the aligned planner. Like for me, my workflow for the day starts when I like sit down and then it's mm -hmm. like crack open the aligned planner. And it's mm -hmm. like, do the whole thing, set my intention for the day. What's on my list, like looking at my calendar. And then it's like, okay, then next is the, you know, income producing activities or, you know, I kind of play around with what happens next, but, um, mm -hmm. Oh, I never thought about it like that. That's super cool. So, um, Ooh, this is a really good, really good topic then. So in terms of like having ADHD, like what is like, what is a system, I guess, or like, what is the one thing that you need to have in terms of workflow to keep you on track? Well, you definitely, I, okay. So here's my thing. I fall back and forth between um, there. There still needs to be a system and a routine um, through which, with how you do things. It doesn't matter where you do them, but it's just how you do them, right? So no matter what, once someone, um, maybe for me myself, once somebody on boards as um, as a client or what have you, no matter where I am, right? I know. The, this there are certain things that I personally need to do on the back end, right? Which is number one, I need to make sure I get a client gift or you know whatever that looks like, right? Um, if they have a VIP day, I need to make sure that I set these particular things up, no matter where I am. Now I have automation that you know that's done in regards to setting them up for whatever they may need, right? For the onboarding documents, but my particular you know system that I have generated is literally okay. Soon as a client has onboarded now through my project management system i know this has needs to happen next this needs to happen next to make sure this person is properly onboarded as a client right um that way that alleviates you know whether who i have working on my team i have this particular system that is set up to where if i go into this project management system no matter who it is we know exactly what is happening with this client if this client has already been in the system, we've been working with them for two months or what have you, we know where they are in the process of, you know, and what's happening with this client um, based upon the um, the systems that we have in place. So if I do a consulting call, then I know that we have a, um, a form that we fill out. So the form up then uploads, gets put up in a Dropbox folder, whatever the case may be. And then we know, okay, we've had two calls with this client. This is where this client is. This is their next KPIs uh, or the key performance indicators um, that we're looking to achieve, you know, to the next time that we're looking to talk to them again. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I love that. Um, side note, 
I've just learned how to use Zapier. I'm in the middle of making my first Zap right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening, Zapier is a app that um, connects a bunch of other apps together. So it's like if yeah. you have a one system, let's say like it's your calendar. It's your automation. Yeah. It's your automation queen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my friend, uh, Rochelle, was helping me set up my program. It was like, she set up all my zaps for me and then I had to do my first one. So I'm literally in the middle of making my first one. And I was like, yeah, so proud of myself. <laughs> yes. It is, it, it is something to be proud of. Okay. Automation will save your life if you let it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that kind of like um, goes into our, one of the other topics that we wanted to talk about, right? Automation. So um, in terms of like automation, um, like how do you kind of set up automation? Or like, why is it important for somebody with ADHD to have automation in their business? Um, it's important because number one, we're forgetful as heck. <laughs> and so, um, and, and number two is because just the amount of overwhelm, I don't care if you have ADHD or not, you know, the amount of overwhelm it takes when it comes to um, building a business or having a business, um, you have so many other things on your plate. So you want to be able to alleviate and time is so costly, uh -huh. right? And, um, and so you want to alleviate as much time as possible um, or increase your time as much as possible um, and alleviate the time that's spent on manual activities. So if something can be delegated or automated uh, within your business, you really want to look at those things and have them um, really, um, you know, see where where it can be where it can be done. Um, that way, um, what it does is increases productivity. Um, it increases the amount of time um, spent on things. Um, it decreases chaos um, because you know exactly what's happening. Um, and what's going to be done. Um, and then you have, you relieve pressure because you know this is another thing that is, does not have to be added to your to-do list. Um, and uh, if you have the proper processes in place, um, if you need to delegate it, you know, people know what they need to do. Um, and there's no questions asked, typically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> I think, honestly, it's so freaking like everybody used to talk like buzzwords automation 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 and then it was like at the time when I was just starting my business I'm like like it didn't mean anything to me right and then now mm -hmm. that my business is up and running I got a few offers it's like you have to have automation set up and I think it's so important what you said as well is like all those points that you hit on you know it reduces the amount that you actually have to remember inside of your mm -hmm. brain mm -hmm. it like eliminates overwhelm like as soon as i i find personally when i first started using automation it was really frustrating to me because i didn't know how to do it and mm -hmm. i was like i just like i don't want to learn how to do it because i know it's going to slow me down in my day to like learn how to do it and then now that i know how to do it i'm like oh my god like after you set it up and after you learn how to use the systems for the first time, it's like, holy cow, this is so life-changing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is definitely life-changing um, because at the end of the day, when you look at larger corporations, things like that, they are not doing things 
most companies are no longer doing things a lot manually. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are definitely set up um, through delegation and through um, automation, Mm -hmm. Um, especially the way that the world is going. So definitely um, the the easier, and you know, you want to save your brain power for innovation. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're constantly doing things through, you know, manually, um, you know, constantly talking to people, this and that, it doesn't allow you to really innovate um, in your in your organization. Uh-huh. And so if you are not innovating in your organization, you are staying stuck and stagnant, and it doesn't allow um, the growth to happen because yeah. things are constantly changing. And if you are not allowing yourself to sit still enough because you're constantly busy in the business, um, it doesn't allow you to be the CEO of the business and work outside of it and grow and be the visionary. Uh-huh. Um, um, you know, if you desire to be the visionary, right? Some people don't want to be the CEO of their business and they desire yeah. CEO, which is okay too, but you got to get to that point. What would be like, um, can you like share a story with us about a client that you worked with um, who came to you and had like no automations, like a medium-sized firm or something like that, had no yeah. automations, and then you finished working with them. Like, take us through the process because I know automation to still some people who are listening, it doesn't mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. So how, uh, um, I want you to give like an example of like something more concrete that like they can kind of get their hands on. Okay, so I work with two separate, two different type of clients. So I work with the beginners who don't, who are kind of like at the beginning stages, have a little bit of a business idea, um, and they uh, um, just need some clarity around the foundation, like building out product design, um, building out you know, particular, doing organizational charts, which is designing who the first person you will hire on your team, right? Um, and who you need as an organization. Then I have clients that um, are like small businesses right and by the time they reach to me they do have some automation already set up in their business so but what it it typically is this happening there's some gaps that have been created that have hit them allowed them to hit a plateau so a lot of times with the plateau it would it it just basically shows an area of um either brand visibility it shows uh, or lack of brand visibility um, it shows a lack of um, being able to communicate uh, the right way to the clients, um, or maybe some sales copy, or it could be um, um, just a lack in their processes, lack of maybe the the team in itself not knowing exactly what to do um, to really drive the revenue growth, right? Um, so when I come in for those type of businesses, it's typically, um, you know, under the processes or having to like completely revamp the business in itself and turn it, it's turned upside down and I need to have to turn it around. Um, so, and helping them scale. So they typically usually have some level of automation already in the business, um, but it's just more so really looking more in depth at the numbers and seeing exactly what is happening in the business um, to help it improve in multiple different areas. So it's not just automation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, numbers are like <clears throat> super important. I just learned also numbers are important. I wasn't tracking like literally anything. Yes, <laughs> from numbers when my business tell a whole story. Numbers to tell a whole story. I was talking with a client not too long ago and she, they were feeling like, you know, 
um, things were not uh, moving the way that they needed to move. But then once we looked at the numbers, they realized that things were looking uh, on an up and up, right? Mm -hmm. Numbers tell a story. So you never want to, um, and then also like had another client when we're looking at, you know, email opens up, email open rates and the conversion of people that were clicking, we realized there was a gap there. There had to be a, a copy issue, right? Because people were maybe forty percent were opening. Oh wow, well, that's really high. Mm-hmm. But one percent was only clicking, mm-hmm. right? And so that was an that was an issue because that means there you have a certain amount of people that are on have views on this email, but there's no conversion. Yeah. So you know now we need to figure out okay how can we get a a copywriter because I'm not no copywriter, mm-hmm. but how can we get a copywriter, um, you know, on a team so that way we can go ahead and, and increase the conversion. And so, but those numbers showed us that if we didn't look at the numbers and continue to send out these emails and thinking it was, we just need to bring more leads. It's not always you need to bring more client acquisition. Sometimes it's something internally that can be fixed and you nurture who you currently have in your bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's the one thing that I love about business so much is like, it's just a game. Like, that's what I find. It's just a game. It's like, okay, let's do this one thing. If that didn't work, let's try another thing. And like, it is like, that's what it is. It's, it's words, it's systems, it's automations, it's flows, it's visuals, it's graphics. Like there's so many, I think that's why people with ADHD are so successful in business because it's Mm -hmm. like, there's so many different pieces moving you mm-hmm. when you're starting your business as well. Right. You know, I have hired copywriters in the past for things. And then it's like, I am the copywriter. I am the CFO. I'm the CEO. Mm-hmm. I'm the <laughs> like mm-hmm. everything, the content creator, the designer, like mm-hmm. everything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's all great. I like, I'm already thinking about what I need to like outsource and, and get full-time people on my team. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool, super challenging, and always changing. I freaking love it. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Um, I, I like it. I love this. Like, I love business. It's so funny because a lot of times, most of my conversations, even outside of work, I'm still talking about business. Same. <laughs> so, um, it's just like, it's become, I, you know, people say, you know, don't grab your identity in business and things like that. I, I don't touch that's my problem. That might be a problem that I really, I really have to, you know, turn in with my therapist because I really, like, I feel like I, that's all I talk about. That's all I care about. I don't care about business. Who doesn't want to talk about business? (laughs) (laughs) I know all my friends for my birthday. You know, what are we we doing here? (laughs) I had, um, I have one of my, or my friends before I left, like Vancouver and moved to Mexico, they, were giving me stuff and it was like all this business related stuff and then I was like is it that bad do I talk about it that much <laughs> I was like I think so <laughs> yes yeah absolutely That's absolutely um okay cool so let's kind of go down to like our um uh our final topic here Mm -hmm. so that's people management and i love this topic so much um in terms of adhd right we were just talking about it before we started this so um what is it about people management and how you can run your business successfully and be someone with adhd 
Yeah, so um, you can definitely run it successfully with people management. The beauty of having ADHD, number one, is because we are typically extremely multifaceted. Um, so it allows us to be able to connect with individuals um, on a different level. Um, and we're typically more empathetic as well um, and able to relate to others. So, um, which, which is a, a huge strength that some people may not have, right? Also, we can zone out a little bit, right? And so, um, and with zoning out, we can think that people have things together and in reality, they may not. So putting things um, in, in triggers and workflows in place to make sure that you are like setting certain meetings with your um, with your team. Um, you're asking, you know, uh, say if you come up with three to four questions that you want to ask um, either each day or each week with your team to make sure you guys are all on track. Everybody understands what their roles are and what they're looking to do, and um, and they understand the outcome. I think what what happens is is that people um, don't have any ownership within the the company sometimes. Or if it's even a lack of ownership that happens, they don't understand their real role in their um, their goal designed towards the growth of the company. Uh -huh. If you get someone in your on your team, um, you want to make sure that they become a part of the company. Uh -huh. If we're talking about building small to you know medium sized businesses, right? So they need to feel like they um, their place there is valued. In their place, they're like, the company couldn't be anything without them, almost like, right? Now, um, and there's a difference between, you know, and but also still instilling in regards to when somebody does not do what they're supposed to do, we need to have proper things in place and not brush them under the rug. Uh -huh. And just the same, a level of, um, and the same a level of responsibility that we want others to have, we need to make sure we're placing on ourselves as well. So, you know, when, um, and in the same level of grace that we have, we also need to make sure that we're placing in our team as well. A lot of times, you know, we can, um, of course, you know, we'll have our analysis paralysis phase, right? So we also need to make sure that we're giving people um, in our team the space to have those analysis paralysis days as well. And so, um, um, and giving grace in that area and saying, okay, I know what this feels like, I know what, you know, what this looks like, what, what can I do for you right now? And really being in a place of servant leadership. I think servant leadership goes a long way. That way it takes out of us and puts more so the focus on the people. What um, is servant leadership? Servant leadership is literally leading, um, leading while serving. So it's literally you um, doing for the, you putting the team first before yourself. You putting your clients first before this before yourself. You actually getting in the trenches with your team. So if you have a deadline of your launching of what have you, and everybody has their their responsibilities, and say you know you finish yours, servant leadership is saying, okay, I see that you're over here still struggling with your responsibilities. Let me come in, and I'm we're gonna do this together. We're gonna work this out virtually together, uh -huh. right? Um, you know, like you that. give me half or whatever that looks like. So it's that's what servant leadership is. It doesn't allow you, you're not leading with your head looking down. You're leading with your head looking side to side and you're uh -huh. together as a team. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's super important. So like as somebody with ADHD, how, because I know for myself, right, I 
can put my head down so much that I forget to come up for air. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I forget to nurture the relationships, my personal relationships, like in business, mm-hmm. I'm super mindful of like, okay, mm-hmm. check in with people, see what they need mm-hmm. today. How are they going? Do they need mm-hmm. help? Um, and like showing them appreciation, but um, how can you kind of prevent yourself from going down that hole, that tunnel vision where you forget to check on your people? <laughs> um, you creating boundaries around your business. So even set up certain days and saying Saturdays, I'm gonna check in with my friends and these are the four friends that I'm gonna check in with this Saturday and the next Saturday. Okay, these are the four friends I'm gonna check in with this Saturday and then do that, right? And just try to simplify it as much as possible and not overwhelm yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but also communicate with your friends as well. Like, hey, if I don't check up on you in a, in a while, please check up on me because that means that I'm down in my business and I may need somebody to- I gotta come up for air. <laughs> yeah. So I think communication is is huge um, and you really just being transparent and vulnerable with the people that are closest to you. Mm, I really like that. That's like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's so simple, but it's not something I've even thought of before to ask my mm-hmm. friends, hey, if you haven't heard from me, <laughs> like poke me yeah. <laughs> to yeah. come up for air because mm-hmm. I get so like now I live alone and I've never lived alone before. So it was easy to like connect mm. with my friends because I've always lived with my best friends. And then mm-hmm. now that I'm here, sometimes it's like the weekends and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, need to stop working. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, so I think it's it's being mindful that like we do get super excited about stuff and like you have to find maybe, you know, the good thing about living here is like I go for dinner almost every like two times in a week right yeah so it's like it really pulls me away but I find if I don't do that I don't go out for dinner I'm stuck at home and I just work mm, yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like you have to have those yeah the boundaries even if you're at home it's like you're not working one night of the week or two nights of the week or something like that exactly exactly yeah exactly so yeah that's definitely um yeah you want to enforce those boundaries for sure yeah I'm just I'm rest queen I am rest clean, okay? <laughs> you have to. In a hot minute and, and jump on the phone, you know, to have a good kiki conversation. I love that. And, um, you know, because it, it, it just does something to you, right? It, it carries those, those happy endorphins, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as you talk to, like, one of your best friends, you hang up the phone yes. and you're, like, buzzing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. I need my kiki time. (laughs) Oh my God, straight up. I, and that's like a, that's another thing I think, you know, with people management too, comes like being surrounded by people who really rise, like uh, raise you up, whatever, Mm -hmm. like lift you up and make you shine brighter. Right. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, and you know, one of the things that I focus on inside of ADU ADHD business university is, um, how are you actually networking and who are the people that you're actually connecting with? Because I see so mm-hmm. many people they are like, why isn't my business successful? It's like, well, who have you collaborated with lately? Mm-hmm. Who are the people that you actually genuinely show vulnerability with? Like, exactly. who do you reach out to when you've had a really hard day, a really hard mm-hmm. month, a hard whatever. And some people are like, I don't have that. I just do it on my own. It's like, well, that's why your business isn't thriving, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you can't, you can't do it alone. And the more right. that you surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, right? Like, um everybody who I bring on my podcast is like a friend of mine right and it's like how can you connect with more people like that who help you shine brighter exactly um yeah I love that so why would you say that it's super important to have like business besties for people with ADHD um I don't I would say it's super important 
I would say it's super important for you to have good relationships. That's what I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's with ADHD or without it, right? Um, but you know, you want to have people who with ADHD, you definitely want to have people who um, that you can be completely vulnerable and honest with, no matter you know if they're entrepreneurs or not, right? Um, you want to have people who. Uh, but in regards to the business world, people typically get it more. Um, they understand you. They're able to relate. Um, and then they're able to push you, you know, because they can typically see um, something in you more than what you can see for yourself in those moments. Oh, right? my God. Yes. So um, that's that's why I, I would say that it is important to have people, uh, the right people close to you, mm-hmm. um, regardless if you're entrepreneurs or not. Um, it's just making sure that they're the right people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. People who align with like your, your values. And I think it goes for, um, whether it's personal relationships or business relationships or like, you know, for me, they blend, but, um, like having an intention on the people who I want to bring into my business, who are the people Mm -hmm. that I really want to work with and like just Mm -hmm. cutting all the bullshit. If somebody's not aligned with that, then it's like, no, this doesn't, this doesn't work. And yeah. 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 Cause I think some people too, they're like, I just need to hire this person to do whatever. And it's like, no, just wait until the right person comes along. Because once you have that right person who you've asked the universe for, put it out there, whatever it is. Right. When you find that person, it's like, oh, so good. It's so sweet. I've had it happen before. And I'm like, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. One second. Okay. So yeah, this has been such a good conversation. I really like love talking to you. So, um, I want to kind of recap everything that we've talked about. So for anybody who kind of got a little bit distracted, now is your time to pay attention, come back, because <laughs> we're going to start recapping what we've talked about. Right. So um, what are the benefits of, you know, having workflows, automations, and systems to kind of manage your people? Yeah. So the benefits is, number one, to eliminate chaos, <laughs> um, increase productivity, um, increase customer experience, um, as well as increasing, um, uh, 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 excuse me, increasing customer experience, um, increasing productivity, um, decreasing, um, lack of, uh, lack of sales. And of course, um, focusing in on your bottom line. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, cool. So basically what we covered in this podcast, feel free to jump in at any time is, you know, creating workflows. So why it's so important for ADHD. So we talked about what a workflow is. So it's like a checklist of anything that you have happening in the back end. It also includes your schedule. Yeah. Um, And it's super important for people with ADHD because it is like a routine and how you're carrying out your business activities. Is there anything to add to that? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's super, super important. Um, uh, because systems sustain the business. And so, you know, um, for to build a sustainable business, you need systems for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And then we also talked about automation. So why it's so important for people with ADHD. And I think you just totally hit the nail on the head with all of that because you were like, you know, it helps improve your, like, you don't have to store everything inside of your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, eliminates overwhelm. It helps you increase productivity, decreases chaos, relieves pressure, and keeps your brain space free for innovation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Um, and then people management, we kind of talked about like relationships, right? So why they're so important for people with ADHD. So, um, as people who are super empathetic, you know, you were saying that, um, it, people have really clear defined roles within your business. Um, it helps people have better ownership over the things that they're doing within their business. It helps you regarding the growth of your business. And when you have strong relationships, I kind of butchered that one. Can you help me summarize it better? (laughs) Yeah. So basically, um, basically people management, um, handling people the right way helps build not only your team, but your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what it does, it it helps you gain the, um, it just helps you build out like honestly a, a, a just a good foundation oh, right because at the end of the day you know your business can turn loops tomorrow in a mm-hmm. good or bad way mm-hmm. and so um it is going to be important for you to have to you to know um internally that you have the right people um around you that are uh around you that are either positively pushing you the right way or um you know, are going to lift you up when things are not going the way that you, um, that you, that you wanted to. So, um, you know, but being able to handle people the right way, people, your team, even if your business is not doing well, your team, I'm trying to tell you, if you build your team the right way, they will ride with you. Uh You can have no money coming in and there, there may be a couple of people on your team and say, you know what? I got you, uh-huh. right? And we're gonna work through this, uh-huh. right? And vulnerability, transparency, um, you know, uh, being ser- a servant leader all helps in regards to encompass that type of um, people uh, in building that culture within your team, yeah. right? Now, outside of your team, when it comes to, you know, regular platonic or, um, you know, other relationships as well and family relationships, you know, it just, it's just pure communication. Uh-huh. And communicating with people where you are, um, what you're doing, and um, you know, not leaving them so much completely out of the loop, um, but also, you know, expressing the boundaries that need to be created as you focus and build a vision that you have for your life. Yeah, I love that. Okay, cool. Well, uh, this has been such a good conversation. It's been so easy for me to like follow, and um, yeah, I love chatting to you all the time. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, tell us how we can work with you. Yeah, so um, right now um, I have typically two two ways um, that you can work with me. Um, I come in as a COO in the in the company, um, so I currently have like two spots available for that. Um, and then um, I also work with clients on a uh, more so newer newer clients on a business business builder. Um, aspect. So I come in and, you know, we, um, we work together virtually and um, build out the foundations um, of your biz and, you know, help in that way. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love this. Honestly, you guys need to go and connect with her. I am going to put your Instagram in the show notes. We already mentioned it. Um, so you guys need to go and follow her on Instagram at consult with Korea and it's K A R R I A. So there we go. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> now your turn. <laughs> now you're like A N N A. I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. Okay, cool. So yeah, we are finishing up this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Um, and yeah, having your attention on this podcast, it's been super, super fun. So, um, if you guys found value, yeah, if you guys found value, please, um, screenshot this episode, put it in your stories, tag both of us and tell us what your biggest takeaway was, um, so that we can share it for you and give you some exposure. So absolutely, so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really, really appreciate you. Um, and this was so much fun. Cool. Okay. I'll see you later. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work. You're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at annemarieespina.com and your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.